From pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, it's the Josh JP Philosophy. So here they are, Josh Cohen and JP Plunkett. So guys, welcome to your show. JP, there's an issue, uh, a hot issue involving real estate in this particular time. Tell us your your thoughts on that because we were talking about it before we started recording, but let our listeners know. So a a lot of the headlines um, are on the impact on the office market. And we've talked a bit today that, you know, it's going to be a bit of a tough road, but the office market's resilient. It's going to grind through. I don't see growth, but it's going to grind through as it relates to the existing inventory. Uh, I think a bigger, bigger problem is going to be what we call the, uh, the, the academic uh, tranche of the commercial real estate market. Frankly, um, small colleges. You know, I think that the Harvard's the BCs, the BUs, you know, the, the schools with the massive endowments, they're going to weather these storms. Um, the state schools like the UMass Dartmouths and the Bridgewater States and the UMass Lowell's, they're going to be A-OK because their price point is well in check. Uh, I'm wonderfully concerned with, with let's call it even like the tertiary private college market. I don't want to get into to, to names today, but if students aren't on campus in September, living in dorms, going through campus greens, um, meeting with professors and classmates, um, just being regular 18 to 22-year-old students and enjoying that vibe. These colleges are in big trouble. They need that revenue. They need that pulse and vibe. Online learning at that sticker price, people are going to run for the hills. And these schools aren't set up to survive three, four, five months of let's call it vacancy. Yeah. They're on fumes to begin with, and it's only going to be worse. So let's hope that that all works out. Otherwise, we're looking at consolidations, campuses being sold for, you know, discounts. It won't be pretty. JP, I, I don't want to, I want to continue on this topic, actually, if that's okay, Dave. Yeah, you, go for it. So, you know, one thing I was, I'm, I'm on two, well, two things. Number one, I'm on the alumni board at the University of Miami. And that's a, I mean, it's a, the endowment's pretty strong, uh, great school, but their concern is, look at we're charging $65,000 a year for the college experience and kids are taking online classes for a fraction of the cost. And now those kids that were previously online, previously on campus are now taking online classes. Right. Where's, there's a big disconnect there. The University of Florida, they're facing the same thing. You can pay 50,000 or 45,000 same education, same curriculum for 20,000. You can take the online classes. What's to say? But, it, it, but Josh, it's even more pronounced here in New England. It's the Absolutely. educational capital of the United States. There are probably more colleges per square mile in New England than there are anywhere in the world. Oh, I agree with you. I just think this is what my experience has been. Yeah. But that's a huge concern of these universities. You know, we, I was on a call on Friday with the UM and they're they have a plan, you know, knock on wood, but it's bring the freshmen and seniors back to start the year. And then afterwards, bring the sophomores and juniors back. It's there's a lot of concern there. I compare it to what I used to call the, the Joe Banks versus um, Brooks Brothers model. If you could buy a suit at Joe Banks for 20 percent the cost of Brooks Brothers. But. The suit at Joe Banks is 98% as good as Brooks Brothers, why wouldn't you go to Joe Banks? 
if you can get an, if it's only going to be online, you're going to go to the lowest cost option because it's right. going to be 99.9% as good as the expensive, fancy private school option. It's just a fact. The Delta that makes the private small colleges, um, the, the big winners historically, is the on-campus experience, rhythm, and feel. The, the personal relationships that permeate through saying hello to somebody at lunch, waving to a professor on the campus green, hanging out with your, your pals outside your dorm or you're going to watch a game. If that can't be replicated, it's a commodity all of a sudden. Right. And commodity goes to the lowest price. Excellent. So opportunities will surface in the commercial real estate arena for some of these colleges to be repositioned. And the gosh knows what just yet. We're up against the clock here, guys, but just to throw out one more random topic, um, you guys are both sports guys and you guys are both business guys. And this is a business of sports moment. When are the leagues going to open up? What do you think? And do, is, is MLB's plan r- realistic or what's your quick take on the future of, of uh, the various leagues? Well, I mean, you got I, Josh. I think that, I think that, you know, the NFL is safe uh, because the reality is most of their revenue is derived from their television contracts. Um, college football, I think, is in a little bit of trouble. Um, and, and part of this discussion I was on last week is that most of their, you know, revenue comes from the gates. And the fact of the matter is it also uh, produces the revenue, the, the equity, the um, monetary sports such as football and, and basketball create the program for the non-revenue producing sports like, you know, men's track and field, the women's tennis. So I think that college sports is going to be different as we know it mm. uh, without any fans. Yeah. I think MLB is going to be different as we know it without any fans. I think the NFL is going to be just okay. JP, I know you got a heart out in just about a minute or two from now, but your quick thoughts on this. Well, my, my Cliff's notes on, on sports is that forget about 2020, no fans, anything that you can get as sort of a fabricated TV show, if you will, is gravy. I think 2021 for the four major pro sports along with the college, I think you'll see a, a super slow introduction of limited fans, um, still a glorified TV show. And then sort of lastly, um, let's cross our fingers that 2022 and beyond um, is when um, life gets back to normal with robust crowds, um, you know, the beer, the hot dogs, the high fives and, and all of the like. I think it's a, it's a three-step process. Yeah, I think it, you said something interesting there, JP, in the interim. Can they make it a better TV show? If they can't make it a live sporting event, can they make it a better TV show than it is? Why not, ha- why not take this opportunity to be the moment where you have mics on the field, where you have, you know, you, you can kind of, mics, cameras in the dugout, you know, let us into it a little bit more. Maybe that'll compel us to watch a little more. Mm-hmm. Josh, final thoughts, sir? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with both of what you had to say. I think, you know, it was nice to see some of the golf this weekend, the pros carrying their clubs with their shorts on. It was kind of, you know, things like golf. Hey, let's, let's watch. I, I, I did not uh, bring myself though to watch uh, the NASCAR this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you have your limits. Yeah. The, the cars don't socially distance. So I guess, I guess they've been safe all along. We're at the close of the show here. Hey gentlemen, what let the viewers know how best to get in touch with you, whether that be email or, or website or what, how about you, Josh? Email address is Joshua 
dot Cohen, C-O-H-E-N, at nm.com. And our new website, mm. as we're launching our brand, uh, I can get you in a second. It's brand new. So, JP, go ahead. So, thank you, uh, JP Plunkett with Red Dome Realty and 617-999-4993 is the best phone number. Email Plunkett at r-dome.com. That's P-L-U-N-K-E-T-T at r-dome.com. And then uh, very quickly, the website is r-dome.com. And we're very uh, active um, on Twitter. We, we really enjoy getting the word out on the commercial real estate world via Twitter. And that's at reddomerealty.com. I also have a personal account that I uh, enjoy talking about baseball, classic rock, and the like. And that's uh, at JP Plunkett. Love it. Uh, many thanks. So a uh, couple thanks for that, JP, because that reminded me. So our um, our Instagram, which we've been very aggressive on recently, is it's uh, it's Legacy FG, and uh, uh, Twitter is at Joshua Ray Cohen. Pretty straightforward, and the website is Legacy Financial Group. Dot nm. Dot com. So, and my phone number, anybody can get a hold of me, 617-531-9606. Again, the email is joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A dot C-O-H-E-N at nm.com. Terrific. Thanks for listening all. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast. And this has been a production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Go to the website if you want your own podcast or check out the entire lineup and we will see you next week.